Alright, this one's for dads. I wrote it down, but I'm not gonna use it. I'll make this one real good. This one's from the heart, y'all. All the advertisements say I should get you a tie. But you and I both know you're not that kind of guy. You're a dad, a dad's dad. And also, I'm cash-strapped, so I can't get you a present that can be gift-wrapped. Instead, here's a video, and with it, a poem. Dedicated to fathers and how much we own. If there was a dad election, you would lead in the polls. Online, you would even be hashtag dad goals. Hashtag dad goals. That sounds pretty good. You'd be liked or retweeted. I'm sure that you would. But you, you're so much more than silly social media. You're right beside awesome in the encyclopedia. Your dad, a hero. You know that's true. Dad's a staycation. It's all for you. Here's to the dads who wear sandals with socks. The dads who do chores, like cleaning the cat box. The dads who have dance moves that might be a bit odd. To the ones who are not afraid to show off the dad bod. <laughs> Here's to the dads sticking through the ups and downs. We love you even when you make lightsaber sounds. Yeah, you're a grown man, but the force is still with you. <laughs> but we love all the dads, no matter the weather. If the world had more dads, the world would be better. Dads who are all in, not just dipping their toes in. Dads who know all of the lyrics to Frozen. The dads who show up. The dads who do tons. The dads who grill hot dogs, hamburgers, and buns. The dads who give high fives and make everything okay. Dads who aren't just on their phone for the whole day. Even though sometimes you have bad taste in music. Dads, don't you know, you love us therapeutic. Sometimes we might act like we don't really care. But deep down, we really like having you there. It doesn't even matter how our time will be spent. You don't have to be perfect, you just have to be present. Yeah, I know, right? Just you being there makes it awesome. Just be there, man. Taught me so many things, which sports team is best, who I am, where I'm going. I'm not just in the text. You taught me to keep going, and you taught me no quitting. What you do is so much more than what they call babysitting. You're a counselor, a teacher, a role model, a preacher, a coach, a friend, my personal ATM. Sorry about that. I just need a little bit of money. I don't have a job yet. Well, I know this is not one of your deepest affections. I like it when you have to stop and ask for directions. It's just another way to live your life and show. Sometimes I have to realize there's some things I don't know. You know I no longer find it a bother. When someone says you're turning into your father, it'll be a long time, but I might be a parent too. And I hope that I could say I'm a lot like you. Dad goals. <laughs> Gotta take a dad nap. Wait, this is how dads sleep. Send this to a guy who's been a part of your life, okay? That'd be really great. <laughs> Thank you to all the dads out there. Day to all the fathers out there. And when I first saw this, I was cracking up. I figured that he gave my boys a call and got the pointers for uh, dad goals. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's get right into this. I'm feel privileged to speak with you and just engage with you this morning. So before we even start, I think it's something that we need to make clear so that we're all on the same path. And that's a conversation of fathers versus dad okay we call this father's day but i want to bring some clarity with that with the father versus dad terminology um what a father actually is when we're thinking of a natural father a father is a reproductive term referring to the male 
to the male biological parent of a child. That's what a father is. It's, it's considered, it, it, it's in alignment with the reproduction. That's what a father is. He's uh, associated with the reproduction of a child. What, uh, um, a dad, when you think of a dad, a dad is actually a male parental figure that is present and participates in a child's life. So you kind of see the difference there. When you think of father, a dad actually is someone who is present, someone who is present. I guess that's an easy, simple definition where a father is more of a biological term of a role or a relationship. Now, Let's look at the spiritual aspect of this. God is the ultimate father. Amen. God is the ultimate father. And that's the father that we all strive to be like me as a male, as a, uh, as a um, male, I strive to be like God, my father. He's all our father. Whether you're a woman, whether you're a man, you strive to be like your father, your daddy. Okay. So. Since the fall of man in the garden, it's very difficult for us to become that ultimate father. So what we can become and strive to be like is a good father. Okay, And a good father is one who walks in the steps of the ultimate father in order that they can one day achieve that goal, possibly, of being an ultimate father. Okay, are we on the same page? Yes, sir. All right, great. I just want to make sure that we're all on one accord as we go forward because that's important. And when you think, let me give you an example. Myself, my mother had me at a very young age, um, 19, so when um, she gave birth to me. My father was an absent father. I'll open up my life to you a little bit. My father was absent from my life. However, my mother recognized that and she recognized that she could not be a father. Why? Biologically, she can't be a father. She can attempt to do the things and connect me with the right father figures, but she could not be a father. She's an awesome mother. She could be a mother in my life, but she couldn't. So you know what? She connected me with what most of you would call my grandfather, who I know as daddy. He was the male figure who stepped into my life, not biologically, but more so as a parental role model to help look into my life and to help me do the things of this acronym that I'm going to explain to you later that qualifies a good father. Okay, so he was daddy to me and he raised me just as his child um, speaking into my life and leading me in the path that my absent father did not take the 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 opportunity well he had the opportunity but he did not take the role to do it that's the word I'm looking for there so a good father is what we're going to talk about today on this father's day um true there's many good mothers out there and awesome mothers out there should I say mothers that's taken a role of having to raise children by themselves I understand that however it's father's day so I'm going to focus on the fathers today and give a shout out to them because, you know, fathers need a pat on the back every now and then, too, and a, a little boost of encouragement. So 
we're going to speak about you and encourage you today. So today, what I want to do real quickly is I want to engage your minds, okay? That's my goal, to engage your minds today so that you can be placed, your spirit can be placed in a position to allow the Holy Spirit just to speak to you right where you're at about what you can do to be motivated to be more like your ultimate father, our father God. What you can do to even motivate other good fathers. What you can do to be a good father because you have the capability of doing that. What you can do in regards to this conversation. So I decreed and been praying um, all week that the Holy Spirit just speaks to you today, puts you in this position, speaks to you and causes self um, reflection today in this service that's going to motivate you to be all you can be towards becoming more like your ultimate father. Amen? Amen. So as you desire and you ask, you will receive. And to help me do that through engaging through the questions and answers and just our conversation and the Holy Spirit speaking to you, I brought um, three of four awesome young men, uh, young men here today with me because they have a voice and they have a perspective that they can present to you that you probably wouldn't hear clearly from me. So I'm going to ask them to speak to you today with some questions that I have and to present to you their perspective. Um, and if you didn't know, I'm sorry, these young men are my sons. <laughs> and I'd like to give a big happy birthday shout out to my second son, Jaquil, whose birthday is today. <laughs> So, yeah, and actually all three of them have birthdays this month, in the month of June, so Jaquil's turn is today, but wanted to let them know that. So the question, the first question I'd like to pose to you, and I'm going to ask the oldest, Jacques, to respond first, is what man, current or past, engaged you? Um, or should I say, what man, current or past, motivates you? And if you can, let us know why. Um, I would definitely have to say you. Um, as as my father, I I see. I, how can I put this? You have motivated me to become the man that I am, and uh, I see how you engage with us, not only us but the kids in our community and everyone you meet. They see they they mention this light that you exude, and that's something that I I aspire in my life. So, praise God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Jaquil. Um, I would have to agree and say uh, you, my dad, uh, is the man that I look up to. Um, it's kind of like the analogy with snow. Like you got deep power of snow. And Jesus was sent here to walk in love, walk in the snow. And then my dad's going to follow in the footsteps, walking in the snow like that. And so now the uh, footsteps get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so mm. now I finally can walk and try and walk in the same direction in the same path that you make cool. path awesome analogy <laughs> like that <laughs> is it on Josiah who's my third son here um, I have to definitely say I got three role models my actually four because my little brother role model too I see my brothers and my dad as my role models because I see that they're well-grounded in what they believe in, stand strong and firm in their beliefs, and they're always true to themselves, and I always aspire to live up to 
what they are, their potential right now, and they always push me to live up to my fullest potential. Awesome. Awesome. Now, as I said, I only have three up here. I asked my other son, but I do give them the option. Um, and the Lord, when I was doing this, he said, just give them the option. And I was like, this is going to be a miracle. I don't know how you're going to do it with this one. But I have a son who by no means would have been up here today. <laughs> he, um, he's the more introverted one, unless you see him at home around his brothers, then that's different. But um, he's the more introverted one. He's my youngest son, Jazariah. And so I told Jacques this morning, I said, I should have just had him Skype us from the bathroom. And then, <laughs> so he did not want every message I sent to him about joining us, he never replied, never. And I would text, I would text him immediately after a conversation with all of us, just talking about random stuff because we talk a lot. And I would right after send it to him because I know he's on and I know he's got to get it and he never responds. Oh, I didn't get it. What are you talking about? So it was funny today when I um, got to church to this morning, I was here and 805, I got this text from who? Jezariah. And the text said, you want me to text you the answers to the questions? <laughs> I gave them the questions for them to prepare. I didn't give them the answers. I just said, you think about it and you respond to them. So this morning he said, so you want me to? And so I said, yes. And I wanted to see if he really did it, if he was going to give an answer. And lo and behold, he did send it. So I'm going to read Jezariah's answer as we go along. Okay. Just so you know the background here. He says, the, to the first question, you, because you set the standard for all of us to reach, and you always motivate and encourage us to get better. Thank you, Jezariah, for participating from afar. <laughs> the um, next question I have for my boys here is, what about, the, what about that person that motivates you in developing a closer relationship with God? And... You kind of somewhat answered that, but if you have more that you would like to give with that, go ahead. Um, yeah, going along with that, I, I see you, you show how, how, we should, how we should love, and you do that because of your relationship with God. And you show us strength, you show us, you show us that we are powerful, and, and we have strength. And, and that really motivates me because now I know no matter what I go through, my God is greater. And, and you instilled that in us and all of us, whether it be because um, we have went through some stuff in the past. As you as you know, we we um, complete discretion. We we were poor at um, one point in time in our lives. We was poor. We was we, not yeah, poor. We poor. Were, we was poor. <laughs> we're we rich know, in God. <laughs> we, they didn't know where. And me and Jaquil were really young at that time. And um, I was older and I was always more mature. And it was, they didn't know where our next meal would come from, but they always made sure that we ate. Um, and they, and no matter what we went through, they always put their faith and their trust in God. Oh, we're going to make it out. We're going to make it out. We're going to be all right. And now we're here. So I, I thank you. Praise God. Thank you. I would say, and adding on to that, uh, just seeing the way that they always trust in God, even when it seems like all hope is lost, like there's no hope. St 
still praying over the situation. Like, I remember going past the house that we currently live in now, and they used to reach out and pray over, oh, this house going to be on the market. It wasn't on the market yet. This house going to be on the market for a good price, going to be on the market for a great price. And then, lo and behold, the house comes on the market for a great price. God <laughs> opened the door. And it's just a matter of, like, prayer and believing, not just that. Like, when you pray, you got to expect, too. Um, praying and expecting and then acting on it also and just like also adding on to my dad like just the love he showed everybody um I know uh, my good friend Keyshawn he came and hanged out hung out with my family all last week and he was like man your dad is really cool man I wish my dad was as cool as your dad he just he just love you he's like a father to me and it's like he literally just met Keyshawn like probably like the day before and it's just like <laughs> The experience of just not loving, showing the love on to us, but also passing the love on to everybody around us and things like that. Uh, the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself, and I feel like my dad is the excellent example of loving your father, loving everybody as yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. Thank Praise you. God. Thank you. I did not pay them or bribe them for any of these answers because, you know, but um, I want to also give um, a specific that what the example Jaquil gave, no one was living in the house. We didn't pray. Anybody got kicked out of their house. It was an empty home. It was, you know, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> I will piggyback off of uh, the thing about love. My family, they are so focused on love. They'll, they'll meet you and it's boom like that. It just, we love you. We will show great love to you. And I feel like uh, they inspire me to be open-minded and free-thinking, to give me a new perspective on how life should be and where life could be. And I feel like... Without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. Awesome. Thank you. Jazariah, from a distance. <laughs> you motivate me to get closer to God because you tell me all about your life without Christ and with Christ and how he has blessed you when times were bad. For example, when you guys kept praying for our house and ended up getting it for cheap. <laughs> Praise God. So everybody know we got a house for cheap. Now. <laughs> awesome. Okay, final question I have for you guys um, is as, a, as young men, what keeps your willingness to follow God's leading at the forefront of your life? What keeps you motivated in your relationship with God? Um, kind of going off what I said earlier, I have to lead by example. Um, I'll follow your example, and now I have to lead them by example. And so that they can do the same with everybody they encounter. Um, and it's not just our family. It's outside everybody I meet. I want, I want God's light to shine through me and exude to every, everybody I meet. So, so they have that pressing question like, why? It's something about that kid. What is it? That gives me uh, the opportunity to instill life into them. Praise God. Okay. Yeah. Um... yeah. I would add on to that point 100% and say that uh, 
I was reading it says, you are the salt of the world, uh, you are the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hid, um, neither do men uh, light up a candle and put it under a bulb, but instead they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everybody in the room, and it also says, you're the salt of the earth, um, if a salt loses its saltiness, how could it be made salty again? Um, it is no longer good for nothing but to be cast out and trampled on under the foot of men, like with that salt of the earth, we're actually the salt, so everything we're supposed to make everything salty, a little bit more flavor in every conversation. <laughs> everything, like, honestly, we're supposed to shine our light and attract the aura. And just learning and watching my dad and how he speaks and how his light shines wherever he goes and, what, and whatever he does, you can just see it radiate. And just from living in love, love is the strongest commandment of all. Love is the healing component. Love is. And. Just that motivates me for more, honestly. Just motivates me to keep going, keep pushing forward, and to keep following in those footsteps to try and be more and more like my dad and be more and more like Jesus, which is the ultimate. Right. Praise God. Thank you. I definitely say uh, it's like uh, my family will put down this this bar. They'll set a bar for for me that I feel like I have to reach and aspire to catch up to like there'll be it'll be like I will spread love spread the gospel here's here's the bar I'm setting for you now I want you to come and reach this bar match and get higher so I always try to aspire to to be great to new things and spread the gospel in different ways thank you thank you fellas and then, finally, my last one here from uh, Jazariah. <laughs> I just love that kid. <laughs> I want to see my life change for the better and get closer to God and learn more about his word. I see people around me bettering their faith, which influenced me to better my fight, my faith. All right. Well, thank you, Jazariah. Appreciate your willingness to um, engage with us in conversation. And um, give it up for my boys. I want to give them a hand. Thank you guys. That's it. Appreciate it. You guys can have a seat. I know um, we talk a lot. I know we talk a lot about the good that he does, but he has his faults too. He's a Michigan State fan. So. Go green. Hold on. Go green. Wow. Don't get him messed up. Go green all the way. Got to wow. Matt, I hold you accountable. You were supposed to keep rain on that kid. We discussed that. <laughs> Thank you. You know, and, and all men are motivators. All fathers are motivators. Some for the good, some for the bad. Um, but they all participate. So it's just a matter of as a father, you know, learning how to motivate for the good, despite what you've been through, how to be a good, a good father. Um, father is actually a model of God in the life of those who they have influence over. A father living in God's desire for his life is actually a good father, okay? And a good father is a man who's not only a father, but he's also a dad. And many of you may say, I don't have any kids, I'm, you know, so this isn't pertaining to me, but it is. Why is it? Because you have three boys 
and one sitting out in the audience that you can step in and be that dad too. They don't have to come from your loins. You have three boys here. You have many other kids in our midst um, in this community that you can step in and be that dad. What is that dad? Be that role model. Be that example. All it takes is a little time and a willingness to see the best in a person, to look at and see what God has placed in them and to see the best in them. I want to run through um, an acronym that the Lord gave me for you. And the first letter is F, forgiving. Good fathers are forgiving. Good fathers are first faithful and faithful to God and trust God with their whole heart, soul, and mind, which makes it possible for them to live a forgiving life. Ephesians 4.32 tells us to be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God as God in Christ forgave you. So a good father is forgiven. Matthew 18 21 through 22 tells us, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often my brother sins against me and I forgive him as many as seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. And you know, when I was young, I used to be like 77 times, man, so I got to forgive that person. All right. So that's two times. And you know, I'm like, and I'm thinking in my mind, you know, yeah, you get in there real quick. Right. But what he's actually saying is who's going to, by the time you get to 60, you've you've them messed up mixed up your numbers and you have no idea so it's not that scripture don't look at it you know as it's based on the number it's not based on the number a better way to say that is as many times necessary are the times that you forgive that's what he's telling them as many times necessary that's what you forgive because I doubt very much you're going to keep an accurate track well that's 55 times that I've forgiven you you only have a few more to go no it doesn't work like that. It's as many times as, as, as the opportunity arises, that's the time you forgive. Why so? How many times have Christ forgiven you? And there was silence. Yeah. And Christ has forgiven you and continues to forgive you. Um, not only do we forgive others, but we have to learn to forgive ourselves as well. Okay. Um, the next letter is an A. A stands for action. The A of fathers states that good fathers are men of action. James 2.17 says, so also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. In order to show your faith and live in your faith, you got to have works. You can't live a life of faith without works. It is impossible. You can't stand up before people and say, I'm a man of faith. I'm a woman of faith. And you never show it in your lifestyle. They contradict each other, right? So when their family needs them, good fathers spring up into action. Um, good fathers will instill good traits into their youth through teaching by example. Good fathers are active and engaging. The next letter T stands for teacher. Good fathers are teachers. Good fathers are credible and earn the trust and love of their children. Of their children. Ephesians 6 and 4 tells us that fathers 
do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And basically what that says is don't bring your children up according to the cultures of the world. A lot of things and a lot of restrictions we placed on our kids and a lot of opportunity we gave our children was because the Lord, we seek the Lord first in everything. I mean, some of you may think, why would you ask God about that? A lot of times I, I even pray with medicine before I take it. I pray over food before I take it. And you know why? Because I've seen good results. I'm here today as a result of praying over my medicine before I take it. Um, so everything I teach my kids, seek the Lord first. Even if the world says, that's not, you know, that's against the culture. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, let them know what your father, like Jacques was saying, let them know what your father, the heavenly father states, what he stands for. Even in your relationships you pursue, even in the jobs you pursue, seek first the kingdom of God. And the H, which is our next letter, stands for hope. Good fathers provide hope. Claire Booth Luce stated that where there is no faith in the future, there is no power in the presence. So we have to give our kids hope. We have to give them hope for today so that they can therefore have hope for tomorrow. Romans 12 and 12 says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, but be constant in prayer. And the only way to do that is you must have hope. It's hard to pray without a speck of hope in you. Is really hard. And sometimes, you know, we just have to say, Lord, your will be done, you know, because we can't bring the words to say it. Um, in Isaiah 41st chapter, 10th verse, it tells us, do not be afraid. I am with you. I am your God. Let nothing terrify you. I will make you strong and help you. I will protect you and save you. That is the hope. We must be able to look into the hearts and the life of youth. Look into them and see what gifts they have, see what skills they have, and be able to speak that into their life. You remember that daddy situation I explained to you? The reason I'm here today is as a young child, I think I was probably eight or nine. By the way, shout out to my mom. She's here too. But I was eight or nine, and my daddy, a.k.a. grandfather, I only know him as daddy, so it feels weird saying granddad, you know. But anyway, my daddy looked into my life, and he saw that God had purpose for me to walk in ministry as a pastor. At the age of eight, he started training me. At the age of eight, I started engaging to become a pastor. At the age of nine, I started speaking God's word from different in various different churches um, God's word as a result of him looking at me seeing what God's purpose was in me and then helping me he gave me the choice he didn't force me he said this is what God has for you and it's an awesome privilege to walk in it you choose if you want to do that and I choose to walk in it and that's why I'm here today because I had not because of a father but because of a good daddy, a good father figure in my life. So how many young men will be standing in their calling because of you? I challenge you today. How many young men, young people, young women will be standing in their calling because of your choice to step up as a good father? Because of your choice to encourage good fathers as your choice to be a good father. How many people will be in that position?
I hope you can say many because your life should be living that. You should be living that in your life every day. And then the next letter that I have here is R. Oh, E, man, I did graduate from school, okay? <laughs> um, e, father. E stands for example. Good fathers are positive examples. 1 Corinthians 11 chapter and the first verse says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Good fathers are positive role models who teach through doing. They don't just talk the talk, but they walk the walk. I can't just be before my kids and say, this is what you should do and this is why you should do it and then live a life that's anti what I said. No, I got to live it. If I tell them, you just get too angry, you need to be more patient, then what do I need to be showing as an example patience right tempered minded right if I tell them you need to love more what should I be doing loving more you know if I tell my if I blow up my kids because they did something spilled the milk and I blow up or spilled something on the couch and I blow up um you know what that does it puts me in a position of judgment that means when I spill the milk on the couch then I'm held accountable, right? So I need to put myself in the same shoes of others. So being an example. And then finally, the last letter, R, is reliable. Good fathers are reliable. Good fathers are helpful in times of crisis. I love what Booker T. Washington said. Few things help an individual more than to place responsibility upon, upon him and let him know that you trust him. Trust is vital but can only be obtained through truth. Trust is vital, but it can only be obtained through truth. So you must first live a life of truth in order to birth a life of trust. So if you just take these steps, I promise you, I promise you, you'll be more led and more motivated to be like your ultimate father, our father in heaven. That should be all our goals. Amen? It's all in relationship. Well, I, I want to just say first, thanks, Jacques, for being willing to talk to us. We, we chose Jacques this morning because he is such a light. Your kids are absolutely right. And um, you not only became uh, a father to these four sons, but you became a father to many people in the community. I mean, like all these kids that call you their godfather, it's, I almost think you're Italian sometimes. It's hilarious. And then, um, and you know, and even your work um, getting your master's in counseling and working at Michigan Rehabilitative Services and working with people who are finding a new way. You have fathered so many people at the crossroads of their life. And, um, and so Scott and I, when we were talking about giving Scott the day off today, we thought, well, who could we ask to work? And, and we knew that Jacques would, it would be like breathing, you know, for you to tell us about fatherhood, to tell us about the way that you've invested in young people. And honestly, I, I, you know, um, we, we are a better community because of your presence with us and fathering us. And we love you. Thank you. you guys all to stand up. I um, <clears throat> think that we want to give you a blessing. 
that, um, and maybe Scott will come up and bless too. We don't want to put him to, you know, we don't want to give him too much to do today. We really want him to be just completely um, chilling. Um, because, you know, one of the things that uh, we know is that we have been so blessed in this community to have good men. Yes. And um, I was, I actually got a little bit kind of uh, Lucy-like on Facebook today. And I just, at first I said, Happy Father's Day to all the good dads. And then I said, the rest of you do better. <laughs> And the rest of you do better. And and get around some good do- dads that can teach you how to do better. Like if you've seen any dad that loves their kids, man, get around them and say, well, how did you work through all that jazz so that you could love your kids? And ask them. And, and you know, use the F-A-T-H-E-R model here. And um, because we know it's not an easy job. You know, you might have a Lucy for a daughter. That can be hard work. You know, you might have a, a child that's giving you grief right now, or maybe you've made a lot of mistakes, or whatever it is, you're, you're, you're overworked, you're underpaid, you're underappreciated, whatever you might think it is. But you know what? Today's a new day. And, um, and if there's anything that, that we want to do for you is we want to just bless you today. Bless you to be the best father you've ever been. Bless you to bring your grace um, and to bring your presence. And um, just say one more time that, you know, Jeremy and Emily are moving to New Mexico and they're they're going to be going and Emily's going to be a physical therapist and, and Jeremy is is discerning pastoring and um, we're just really trusting that you'll be a good good father um, where you are we want to say thank you just looking around the room to the men in this room the the men who sing to us and lead us and and show up every single time and give us a picture of stability and love and care and um you know, from the front of the room to the back of the room. Like, you don't even notice some of the fathers in the back of the room turning dials, you know. And But the stability that there are men in this church. Like, even this week, I had to call some of the men in this church. Scott had to call some of the men in this church. And, you know, and send out an email and say, we're going to be gathering together to look at some things. You know what a blessing it is to be able to call people and say, we know we've got good men that we can that can rally and so thank you to the farmers to the electricians to the truck driver company owners to the dads of daughters the dads of sons the 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 people that in your neighborhood you you stand strong know that it's a high call and let us bless you so, Lord, we position ourselves just to receive from you no greater blessing than a father's blessing from you. As wonderful as many of the dads are in this room, the moms, the aunts, the uncles, the people in this room, God, 
just cannot live into what you have for us without receiving your blessing. So we open ourselves to the Father's blessing yes. for every provision that we need. I speak it into, over, and through each and every life in this room, each and every life upstairs, into the children's lives, the teachers' lives upstairs, all of our security folks throughout this building that are many times not even seen on Sunday. So on this day, we receive the impartation and the blessing of a good, good father. Amen. 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 God bless you guys.